0: What's happened in social media in the last 24 hours? Ade Kunle Owalabi joining us now, who is social commentator. How are you doing today, Ade? Hi, Asanda. I'm doing great. And yourself? I'm good. Thank you very much. So uh, let's go straight to it. We talk hashtag Eid Mubarak today, celebrations that are marking the end of the month of Ramadan. They're taking place today. And, uh of course, being based in the UAE, but you're not from there, we know that. Uh What have you... Let me start maybe by asking you what you've learned to appreciate uh, about this celebration and maybe some misconceptions you may have had before you moved there that you've now rectified.
1: Um, thank you. Thank you, Asanda. Um, I think moving to the UAE has. Yes has actually um, helped me to understand um, the religion of Islam better, and now it's been practiced. And interestingly, um, I've seen, I've gone, to, I've actually come to love the, the the religion even much better, and even understand it as well. And in and another point, I also wanted to bring out is how during the, the month of Ramadan the 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 practices the procedures and the processes like the time that they wake up uh, of course we get to be woken up get about four o'clock for prayers and 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 also the police and children get to um, donate food in 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 traffic certain traffic points they get to share food and another thing also is that it's also a time where groceries are actually much cheaper and affordable there's like a like a sale. On, on groceries, which is also interesting to, to know. So things are really affordable. And, and uh, yet today, we're still on holiday this side, and the, it was, it was, uh, the road was really quiet, and people came out in their numbers, in their attires. They'd gone out to pray, and, um, and then the greetings. It's just a, a very peaceful, enjoyable uh, mood, and people are in festive mood and celebrating. Seeing children and families, in the park and eating and celebrating and and all that. It's actually really beautiful. Um, It's actually my first one in in, in this region to see. So it's quite uh, remarkable to, to experience it.
0: And that's exactly what we need to see, something beautiful, something remarkable, something celebratory. Core to the beliefs on the observation of Eid or one thereof is to be happy because it requires very little to be. It's All within us is within you, the individual, and how you think about life. And you just need to be happy. So I guess that's reflected in what you're seeing. Absolutely,
1: Asanda. Uh, it, um, I mean, yesterday was, was quite interesting because we had to look at um, images from Saudi and uh, from the Mecca, even from Kano in Nigeria. We saw pictures in NJ in, in and celebration in Mali. We were looking at how the Eid was being celebrated. It was actually really, really beautiful. And it's and, uh, started to see people praying and, and happy that it actually uh, came to an end. And, and it was actually beautiful.
0: We know also, I mean, in a COVID world uh, and uh, things, the way they've changed, mass gatherings are not really encouraged. Uh, I guess most things will move online. Then, How, how's that been in, in terms of what people are saying?
1: Yeah, thank you for that. Um, and because um, because of the the response from the Middle East to to the coronavirus, the pandemic, I mean, we were able to see pictures in in 2001 and how the um, mecca looked like and we saw pictures from uh, 2020 as well and now and the turnout is massive i think because now they've also lifted the restrictions on on the on vaccines and on uh, unvaccinated um, um, uh, travelers as well mm-hmm. so because most of most of the people in this region have vaccinated, so then the rate of infection is really at minimal stage uh, level right now. So they, the the movement is not really restricted. We saw people there's no social distance being observed, and the use of masks has been uh, removed in certain places in the UAE like Dubai. And if you if you're outdoor, you can you can go without your mask. So when uh, so uh, the, the the, the, the social distancing is not there. The institutions have been lifted. So we more like living in a COVID-free uh, world inside now.
0: And in a COVID world, how much more significant I mean, with su- will such uh, celebrations have in your view? I mean, It is a sacred month of fasting that they've just come from the Muslim community of Ramadan. And, uh, you know, as we are saying, one of the core beliefs being that we need to be happy and we look within to find that, uh, I mean, amongst other things of, you know, smile, be grateful, uh, and may Allah protect you and your family and, and best wishes. And maybe it will, I guess, spread throughout not just those who are of Muslim faith, but the entire world how much of more significance does it have now in your view if we look at the past three years
1: i think i think the COVID has actually taught of tell everyone um irrespective of our religion and views um on how to understand the purpose or the importance of humanity mm-hmm. and unfortunately we're not seeing that in in between russia and ukraine now so i have to bring that in mm-hmm. but um, Ramadan, most importantly, is, is important to the Muslim because it is a, it is a time of uh, of increased worship, spiritual cleansing, good deeds, and acts of charity. So this is just a very important time for them and, and, and for everyone, and because they don't really see you as, as an outcast. They see you as part of them, and they extend that gesture to you. They extend, you know, you 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 bump into someone in the lead they we just greeted, you know, in a very, very polite way. Or oh, walk to them on the street. They just interrupt you. And it's, it's indeed a, a, I mean, a religion of peace, as is being described. And being, I mean, the first time experience in this side actually, you know, really gave me a lot of understanding. And 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 I'm really um, getting mm. to learn and to learn and to to see them and to know more about the, the region. I might just um, adopt the region. Who knows?
0: So we're going to have to be gymming next week after all the invites we'll be getting this week. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just relax on whatever eating plan you had, forget about it. We are celebrating uh, Eid. Alright, let's talk hashtag, uh, uh, no, before we come back to that, I think that's a more entertaining story. We're going to talk about Big Brother Mzanzi contestant in a bit, but let's Talk since we are on world matters. Hashtag Ukraine. There have been a number of updates about the developments in the war there. But what's more interesting now is that the DA leader John East, uh, John Hazen has uh, John Steen DA leader John Stienhazen, has gone to meet with the mayor of Kiev, and he's calling this a fact-finding mission. Tell us more. I need to wake up. I'm still yes, it's, it's quite an, an, an
1: interesting one and. I was, of course, um, um, his, his visit to, to Kiev is actually being been getting quite a lot of uh, backlash on, on Twitter. And also people are not happy. They're saying, you know, um, they said the resources of the DA that was being to use to travel all the way to Ukraine could be better utilized in South Africa. And they were just saying, easy, easy. now the foreign minister, why is it doing the foreign minister's work and all sort of things. And he had his interview with uh, Tulani and ENCA, and, and he had to explain himself. And I had to listen to, to his own side. And I think he, he actually has a point. He has a valid um uh, point on on his reason why he's there. And he's, he said, he explained that um, he wanted to um do some sort of assessment and also because the, the port in our data actually have an impact in South Africa and um fertilizers to say and the price has gone up to about three hundred percent increase and and you also uh, also could also explain that we also felt the impact of also in the price of oil at the pump and and he wants to be able to see how we can minimise the impact of this um, of the war in that region in, in in affecting the impact on the food security in South Africa, precisely and Africa at large. And and I know that, um, it, it it also put them in a place where he also mentioned that he wanted to be able to find, to have a proper understanding. So when he's going to debates with the ruling party in the parliament, at least he will be well informed. He will be informed to make a judgment, knowing that the country is on the on the side of Russia in this situation. So I think looking at why, layering him, I, I think he has a point. And he did explain that he was in Durban for the flood. He was in Eastern Houston cake. He did donated uh, relief materials to them. And, and he also explained that he could, and he could manage, he's managing, and it's not like because of the Ukraine, doesn't mean he has abandoned Ndansi as well. He's going to be there for a few days more, and he's going to do what he needs to do, and he'll be back in the, in, in the country. And I think it's actually worth hearing him saying those things. And I was actually saying that the reaction, the backlash, uh, immature, because they need to understand why he's there first before they should um, actually be criticizing him.
0: And as you say, I mean, Stian Hazen's visit there the six-day tour, uh, he said it's six days on Sunday. I don't know if he might extend it because who knows what he will find that needs to be done there. As you mentioned those different examples, I mean, he he is talking about how connected we are. And so there comes a ripple effect in one area when there's a problem, the issue spreads to the rest of the world. So, I mean, it would make sense that he would say all of that. But he's also spoken against being neutral on this issue i guess that's taking a jab at the anc because the da did in late february take a stance of solidarity with the ukraine and the anc on the other hand had supported russia with a stance of neutrality do we owe it to those who are affected to pick a side i think as a country south africa
1: does have um does not need to take a stand of neutrality in this situation and i think South Africa is one of a kind of a country in the world. We are a really different country. And I think people need, need to understand the dynamics, the, the idea behind the Rainbow Nation, our constitution, what it stands for. And, mm. and, and I think, irrespective you of know, the political allies or economic benefits, or like we, I mean, make an example of the BRICS relationship with Russia, which makes sense. We cannot put that above the Ubuntu, the, the foundation of our constitution, what we stand for. And I think uh, that is where DA is trying to make that point to, to, to the ruling party regarding this. So it's not just about um, DA trying to score points now, but South Africa, in a way, I think the ruling party is sort of, they've actually put the interests of Russia above the foundation of our constitution in South Africa, so I think mean, that is one of the reasons that might be one of the reasons why the A wanted to understand the impact if you can establish the impact of what is happening in Ukraine you know, in South Africa, then they have more point. they have more point to hammer the ruling party in parliament and and I think that is one of the reasons why it might have been there and to be able to prove to the ruling party that they have actually made a great mistake, knowing that you actually maintain a neutral stance on something that is actually hurting uh, your economy or p- that could possibly impact the food security in your country. And I think if they come back with, you know, with reports, that could be more point for them for, against the ruling party.
0: Yeah. Well, also, uh, Stian Hazen saying that uh, sometimes, you know, there's fake news. You need to be aware of that and propaganda. So in other times, you one needs to see for themselves what, what's going on. I do take that stance as a belief. I think when I'm traveling, I don't want to go to tourist areas. I'd, I want to see how the locals actually live and be part of that. Um, what are your thoughts around that? That uh, he's saying one needs to see for themselves at times. Joe, just to make sure that we're not uh, hearing fake news and there's no propaganda being pushed.
1: As, uh, that, that's actually true, uh, Sandra. Knowing that we're in the era of artificial intelligence and we've seen image generated, you can see victim videos of, you know, politicians speaking and it's not actually their real faces. We've seen a lot of what technology could do in this time, and there have been a lot of speculations around the war. Knowing and some had even said there have not been this much casualty. This has not really been the impact of the war. This has just been. There's so many things we found online, and I think for them to actually, for him to actually move there to see for himself, it is actually um, quite commendable, I would say. And it's, I mean, on this um, uh, fact-finding mission that he's on, it's actually quite uh, interesting to see the, the the extent the DA would go to prove a point to the ruling party. It just shows that. Um, our democracy still works, and, and I wish him all the best. I wish him to be safe there and come back home safe.
0: Yes. Workers' Day uh, yesterday, uh, we were you know commemorating that, well, in terms of the actual holiday, but it was on Sunday, on the 1st of May. Engagements about the conditions of workers, unemployment, and analysis about how President Cyril Ramaphosa was forced to leave the uh, rally at the Royal Bafokeng Stadium, they continued yesterday. So, uh, let's talk about what the new angles are here.
1: Yes, this is something that um, I think the the of the of the president actually the, 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 the took the spotlight off of, of the, the the rally, and mm. and the, the question now is, um, I we had this uh, debate earlier on around how how much is, is good, how much is not so good in terms of when do you begin to, to voice your opinion, uh when do you, when does you know the, the 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 point of the president, the reaction now is people are reacting which they have given mixed reactions regarding this. And I'm mm-hmm. knowing I mean that the president did engage the, the 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 striking workers and but they were not having it. They were they were not they felt like this is a chance for them to actually make their point. And they were not interested in the rally; they were interested in the in the demands. And um, and I think we're not entirely sure what is going to happen. Even though the president they say he would he would talk to people in charge and and see how they can look into their demands. But that uh, decision, uh, the 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 statement, we, they actually got the message. And of course, it's not a, a nice way to have to have a direct president in that nature. But I think the, the striking miners probably felt like. We do not care about it. too, and then we just need a, a, a demand to be met, and I think that's an opportunity, and and they, and they went for
0: it. Is this clearly indicating, uh, in terms of the statistics we're seeing, that only about thirty under thirty percent of workers are represented by unions in the country? Is this an indication of that, and uh, workers taking matters into their own hands? Clarifying, I guess that um, most p- uh, people are not under any representation of a union, so they do feel that they need to be in charge of their own futures and take matters in their hands.
1: Absolutely, they 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 feel that way, and and they also some. I think that also we could also look at. Um, I'm speculating here. This is something that we could look at. Uh, uh, the members and not many not really trusting their executive as well, the escorts in their in their union and and the, the schools and you know like uh, we've actually politicized unions in the country and 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 sometimes it doesn't help the the workers to get. Uh, what they want sometimes and mm. it puts them in a state of compromise and that is something that the union also needs to be aware of. Of course, I, I they need to, uh, it, it all comes back to actually putting the needs of the workers first uh, before politics and, and these are the things that we need to look into and I think the workers have to do what they have to do because they, they will not get to see the president all the time and they felt like this was a chance to uh, of course, the, the, it's an embarrassing uh, moment, but um, they, didn't, they didn't care about
0: it at all. There are changes in the nature and execution of work in the past three years with that we can't ignore as well, and one wonders how much of a, an impact that has then in terms of, on the one hand, the frustrator, frustration of workers, and on the other hand, the workers wanting to take charge of their own you know, spaces where they work and what they feel needs to be taken seriously in terms of their struggles?
1: Um, It also also has to do with understanding as well. Like um, like I would put it in this way, where we have uh, this kind of situation as well. How much power do we give to the union and how much power does the company need to have? Mm. And people also need to understand that COVID happened and a lot of industries were affected. Most companies, of course, I haven't seen the the bank balance of the of the company in particular, but I would believe that a lot of companies added, took a knock, and they need to also be able to understand this as well. and uh, And I think if uh, they might think there is money, and there is there isn't really any money, and 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 the company might have other other things to look into. So. We begin to look at how much power do we give to the people and the, the power that that is being given to the unions as well and i mean they've been discussing this for quite a while, and the fact that they were not able to have uh, to reach a compromise and having to get to the workers day and this was it was planned it was, it didn't just it doesn't just happen they probably knew what they were going to do they knew what how was going to play out and uh, and and it was a well-calculated move, and, and 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 I really find it really interesting, and um, we're not entirely sure what what the outcome of that is going to be.
0: And you mentioned something there that is, you know, I think quite noteworthy because companies that have been going through, you know, the most they've taken a knock when it comes to COVID. Those that were managed to even stay afloat, because we know a lot also shut down. But business and uh, business owners are workers as well. Is that something that you think is considered by government? I mean, they create their own work, but they are workers. No, it's
1: true. And, and I mean, the government, they created quite a few subsidies for certain industries. And of course, some some um, certain demographics were let out and which i also didn't think was fair and so it created a lot of big um um talks on social media and and they were asked to, where do we begin to apply the BE rules that um mm-hmm. certain demographics did not get the benefit we have to prioritize BE. i mean covid happened to everyone covid didn't see our demographics it didn't see our color mm-hmm. but the government had to use that yardstick, and it was it was something that was not a uh, pleasant thing to see or to experience, I would say. And and I think the question now is we need to begin to review government policies. Who's advice from the government? Who's advice from the ministers? And I and I'm and 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 I'm saying it like you know, in in general, like um the government, uh, the ruling party need to get the confidence of the people again and the government needs and uh, the the boon of the president is a reflection. And uh, not just from the minor side, it's also a reflection of what. Because in the end of the day, they are human beings, they are people. And if they lost confidence in the government, and that is the reaction that you get, irrespective of if they want their payment increase or not. And because they think maybe they don't want to give them the money, and, and they need to understand, do we have money or we don't have money? And, 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 they, and I think that, that understanding is not there. Because they, it doesn't make sense for for, for them to be asking for money when they do know that there is no money. You know, so that mm. is one of the things that I think was missing in that uh, in that negotiation.
0: All right, let's talk sports. Your, your team, Pirates, you're not a very happy man right now. They've suffered another defeat, having lost 1-0 to TS Galaxy, who are also facing relegation. What's going on there?
1: We can only blame one team and uh, we can blame Kazakh Chiefs there. This is their moody at work right here, Asanda. But it's okay. (laughs) We have to to make a plan for something. (laughs) Yeah, this is their moody at work right now. I think it's it's an unfortunate uh, thing to see uh, because um, Paris has just lost their chance and they've given Kazakh Chiefs to actually um, go right on top of them if they win their next game. And and I think we we dominated the game. We we had uh we, we created uh, chances and of course possession is not enough. You need to score goals and this is something that, that I we've been struggling with and trying to win the, to be consistent in our games and, and Pirates just lost to Tears Galaxy, I mean Tears Galaxy of all team. But um unfortunately this thing happened and um we, we have to uh, we have to just deal with the loss and um hope that uh, Chiefs also lose so that uh, we
0: don't mind anyone beating us, but uh, not not Chiefs going on top of our team. Sorry. Uh, The Eid uh, celebrations will cheer you up there after that. But let's end with the hashtag Ghost Nation. Big Brother Mzanzi contestant Temba is trending after his fans, who are known as Ghost Nation, apparently bought him an apartment. Why are they called Ghost Nation first and then how did they gather these funds? Hey, Kuminanja, South Africa. It's so nice here. People being bought yeah, it's, apartments. It's so, <laughs> it's so
1: amazing. It's beautiful, asanda, uh, and, mm. and I've been monitoring chambers' uh, Go Get Funding uh, pro- program. It's actually, it's, it's quite interesting. Just mm. yesterday, someone donated 1.2. There's 54 rand. There's 100 rand. 1.2 what? He's million? Getting... <laughs> 1,200, oh. i been in right <laughs> okay.
0: now. It's going to be like, maybe and, I need to be and, on Big Brother next day if these things happen. It's quite interesting to see. <laughs> They're
1: getting, he's getting a lot of attention, a lot of love from people. And it's really beautiful to see that. And, and I think there's going to be many more surprises coming up. And he's gotten a lot of shout outs and a lot of attention from everyone. And I, i I'm really, I can't imagine how he's feeling right now. And this is more like a compensation because mm. he didn't win, but they made him feel like he never lost. Mm. So this is actually something really great. And to see the, this side of his danzi and and we don't know what if he didn't, if this is, if this is not happening, we're not sure he was were going to deal with the loss. But he's, he's been loved all the time he was in the house, and and he's out, and he never felt like he, he left the house anyway. And um, it's amazing to see. Uh, the, the Ghost Nation, uh, as they call themselves, so they they are in right behind them all through, and uh, I I saw the donation; it, it's it's piling up, it's growing, and, and and I can
0: wish the young man. Um, I see there's a of many things that's going to happen. It's amazing to see. Why are they called Ghost Nation? His fans. I will have, I
1: will have to ask. Um, September. this yeah. is it's, it's quite interesting. It's actually a good question, actually, and everyone this is the ghost, and they actually call him the ghost because he's the ghost. And and I don't know why they call him that name, but mm-hmm. he's the ghost, and they they so they every, everyone does he uh, disappear on people economy. maybe
0: for no reason? <laughs> maybe that's why he's called a ghost. <laughs> maybe he's got a bit tattoos. Who knows?
1: Mm, I don't know about that.
0: Maybe he just disappears on people. Maybe he doesn't answer his phone when he, feel, when he doesn't feel like <laughs> it. He just switches it off and they say, ah, the ghost, is ghosted us again. <laughs> and the nation, I guess, would be his people, uh, the ghost. Okay, yes, interesting. Exactly. He's also appeared in a picture with DJ Dira, who is a well-known uh, producer of music. And uh, this is now also making people think that he might be getting into the music industry and collaborate with the DJ
1: i think you never you know with with um with Digitura, anything can happen. It's unfortunate you can see this young man is he's got potential he might just have to give him the shot and Timber is is he is training a lot of love now he might he might just have to drop a track while it's still hot, so we think anything can happen. they haven't given us the ink yet, but a picture with both of them on the on the deck it might just be a good time. It might just be uh, an idea, and 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 I think I mean it, a track from him and. Uh, digital wouldn't be bad. December is coming. They might just give us the eat. And who knows? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you never know. We can guarantee anything can happen.
0: Yeah, ne- anything. Absolutely anything can happen in South Africa. I think more than anywhere in the world that uh, <laughs> that's saying stays true. Thanks so much uh, again for joining us, Ade. We always appreciate chatting to you. Enjoy all the celebrations and festivities happening there on your side until Thank we you, chat Zander. again. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. All right, Thank bye. Thank you, bye. Adekunle Olabi, social media commentator, talking trending news.